Step right up to Season 2 of The Barnum Show, a podcast series created by students in the American Carnival First Year Seminar at Worcester State University in Fall 2019. Each episode tells one story from the life of America's quintessential showman, P.T. Barnum. Hero, trickster, or fraud? You be the judge. But just remember what Barnum never said. There's a sucker born every minute. In the late 1880s, many people living in the Midwest had very little to do other than tend to their farms. The undeveloped countryside was essentially a blue ocean market when it came to the entertainment business. The merger between the railroad and circuses created one of the most lucrative forms of entertainment around that time period, with tours moving across the country. The railroad circus was the medium by which P.T. Barnum set out to conquer the entertainment business and immortalize himself as the Rockefeller of the circus industry. Phineas Taylor Barnum had taken note of the traveling circus phenomena in the latter half of the 19th century, and his circus would soon become a titanic force within the entertainment business. P.T. Barnum used his reputation and experiences within the entertainment business to climb above the other circuses of the time. The railroad circus followed the oil industry's footsteps, with a few giant companies holding a large portion of the market, although never quite to the same scale as Rockefeller. In 1880, P.T. Barnum and James A. Bailey had merged their companies similar to what the oil giants did, creating a single company that operated a large-scale railroad circus, which held the lion's share of the entertainment market. Barnum and Bailey's circus empire would quickly expand soon after the merger, employing over a thousand men, women, and children, over 400 horses, 12 elephants, 4 camels, and 8 dromedaries. To accommodate this behemoth of a circus, there were 102 wagons, including 55 baggage wagons, 22 cages, 2 ticket wagons, 4 bandwagons, and a clown car. The ground crew erected a total of 68,000 yards of canvas each working day when the circus made a stop and had to prepare for the show. To maximize profit, P.T. Barnum used any and all available methods to either draw the crowd to his show or to cut down his competitors. A few days before arriving to any settlement, P.T. Barnum would have a small crew go ahead and place thousands of advertisement posters in order to create buzz about the upcoming circus. This would be done to encourage people to take the time and money to see what was claimed to be the greatest show on earth. Along with this, one of P.T. Barnum's most effective methods was his tour of the entire country of the United States soon after his merger with Bailey in order to create a name for themselves to the entirety of America. The American tours of 1882 and 1883 occurred only two years after the merger of Barnum and Bailey's Circus, and cemented their circus as one of the largest and most well-known in the industry, with only Ringling Bros coming close to this status. The tours started in Washington, D.C. in 1882 and moved north through states such as New Jersey, Virginia, Pennsylvania, and all of New England, ending in Chester, Pennsylvania. In 1883, Barnum and Bailey was set off again and moved from Pennsylvania to New York, back down to Washington, D.C., and then west to make themselves known to the rest of America. After building up his brand, P.T. Barnum's next strategy involved weeding out the competition through whatever means necessary. Barnum and Bailey's circus held incredible influence for simply being a traveling circus and used this in order to pressure any competitors. 
Barnum and Bailey often had close ties with the railroad industry, being able to cut deals with companies which were once considered untouchable. P.T. Barnum used his influence over the railroad to acquire fees that were one-fifth of the standard fee paid by other railroad services. Along with this, P.T. Barnum would manage to take stops and schedules from smaller shows to add to his own schedule, denying profits to competitors while filling his own coffers. Barnum and Bailey's railroad circus may have been a product of Barnum's opportunism, but it would have become one of the most well-known and powerful entities in the entertainment industry for the latter half of the 19th century. Barnum's drive and opportunistic nature would drive him to take any steps necessary to guarantee his spot at the top uncontested by any sort of competitor. Due to the steps Barnum took and the legacy left by his circus, he would go on to be immortalized for years to come, both in books and his business, which would continue to flourish after his death, basking in the product of P.T. Barnum's endeavor.